welcome to uh, Baseball with Eli and Mark. Um, I'm Mark, and uh, this is Eli. You want to say hi, Eli? Hello. Why don't you introduce our listeners to your special guest today? Okay, so our special guest today from the New York Mets is Jeff McNeil, plays second base and third base. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for having me. Hi. Looking forward to it. Well, welcome, Jeff. We're so glad to have you. And um, okay. and Eli, you, you forgot the most important part, the all-star second baseman, Jeff McNeil. Oh, yeah, sure. Once, once you're an all-star, you're going to milk that for the rest of your life, right, Jeff? Absolutely. Yeah, no, I, got, I had, a, had a great year last year, and uh, you know, I was lucky enough to be an all-star, so it was, it was fun, and uh, yeah, it's something I'll always have next to my name, so. Yes. And uh, uh, Jeff and I were talking just before Eli joined us here that uh, – uh, Jeff is a a contact hitter, which is a rare rare breed in in baseball today. His lifetime average at this time, and hopefully it's just going to go up. His lifetime average is three twenty one, which is rare air for baseball today. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah, my uh, yeah whole approach to the plate is you know just you know try to uh, put the bat on the ball um, any way I can, get on base, make stuff happen. It's yeah a little different than. Uh, you know, a lot of things going on um, in the game right now. A lot of the game is, you know, power and, you know, try to drive the ball over the fence. But, uh, you know, I mean, I like to enjoy that doing that too. But, um, you know, I'm just up there, you know, put the ball, put the bat on the ball and, uh, and uh, you know, just try to get on base. You make it sound easy. Evidently hitting yeah. a major major league baseball is, is a very difficult thing to do. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's not easy. That's for sure. So go ahead, Eli. You got some questions for Jeff? Yes. What is it like in the MLB? In the majors? What's it like? Yes. You know, it's a lot of fun. I mean, um, you know, you work your whole life to, uh, you know, get, make major leagues. But, uh, you know, you got to go through the minor leagues. And, you know, the minor leagues isn't easy. It's not fun. Um, the conditions, you know, kind of suck. Uh, you, make no, you make no money. So, um, you know, the day you get called up to the big leagues, it's, you know, like a dream come true. You know, just kind of like the – um, everything about the game kind of changes the travel, um, the ballparks you play in, um, the food you eat, uh, the hotels you stay in. It's, it's so it's pretty, pretty incredible. Um, you know, it's something I worked my whole life, uh, you know, to get to. So, um, you know, it's just been a lot of fun and I'm just enjoying the, enjoying the ride so far. Um, I, well, you mentioned that, you know, if you worked your whole life for it. So, you know, how much of your success mm-hmm. do you think is just your pure talent that you were born with? Mm-hmm. Um, your body, or how much of it is just hard work in and out every day for years and years practicing playing? Um, yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, you got to be born with a thing too. I mean, um, you got to, you know, have have the skill, but at the same time, you got to, you know, um, be able to do it day in, day out. So that's kind of where, you know, the practice comes in. And, you know, I really learned how to play the game when I got to college. I think, you know, that was, um, you know, where I, you know, kind of, made the biggest stride, I guess. I mean, I learned how to play the game, um, learned how to work hard. Um, I was going to be in the gym all the time. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're practicing every single day. You're, uh, you're in the batting cage, you know, working on your swing, um, take ground balls, um, you know, you're just doing anything you can to get better. Um, the one thing that really helped me, you know, throughout my career or like changed my career was, uh, you know, like the weight, the strength training. Um, I put on a lot of size and strength and, um, it kind of changed my career. I went from a hitter who hit about like four home runs a year to, you know, I hit 23 
the, the next year after, you know, working extremely hard in the gym and, you know, putting on that size and strength. So, you know, along, so that along with, you know, working on your swing, um, you know, it was, it helped a lot. I have one more question before we move on to our next question. Uh, in the minor leagues, is it easy? Like, do you feel like every step, like if you were in double A and you moved to triple A, do you feel like you're getting closer to your dream or do you feel like, man, that's another, like another one, big deal? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, every level you move up, you know, you're one step closer. Um, mm-hmm. the, the one, the, I think it was 2000. So 2018, like before I got called up, I was in double A. I started the year in double A, um, and was playing it really, really well. And the way, uh, baseball works is you don't have to go to triple A. You can go straight from double A. You can go from any level straight to big league. So, um, I knew there was a chance I could get called, uh, straight up from double A, um, to the big leagues. They needed some help, but you know, it didn't happen. Uh, they called me up to triple A, which was good. You know, you know, one, one step closer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went to triple a, um, you know, once you're in triple a, you know, you're a, you're a phone call away. You're, you know, anything can happen at the big league level and they, they need some help. So, you know, I spent three weeks in triple a, um, played really well there. Um, and then, you know, I finally got that call and, um, you know, that call is one of the you know the best phone calls you ever have in your entire life. So, yeah. you know, so it's pretty exciting, but yeah, you know, once you get that triple a, you know, you're, you're that phone call away. Well, our next question is. How do you pay attention? What do you mean? Like, 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 how do you pay attention with fans screaming? Oh yeah, so that's tough. Yeah, I mean, playing in the ballpark—that's um, that was kind of one of the, the coolest things. Though you know, you're used in the minor in the minor leagues, you're used to playing in front of like two thousand people at most. I mean, not at most, but you know, on average, mm-hmm. two thousand people a night. And then you get called up to the big leagues, and you know, you're um, you're playing in front of you know thirty, forty thousand people a night. And yeah, it's you get used to it. Uh, the one thing um, when I was making my major league debut, I was walking to the to the plate. It was like I was pinch hitting in the eighth, and I it was so loud. I mean, I just, I just remember looking around, and um, you know, I was kind I was kind of distracted. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, having all the fans there, but yeah. um, you know, you just learn to you learn to focus. You know, um, yeah. You know, you once you get in the box, you don't hear anything. You, it's you and the pitcher, um, and that's all you really focus on. And um, so it takes some getting used to, you know, when you go on the, on the road, you got some, um, you know, rowdy fans that are loud and, uh, you know, they try to get in your head, but you learn to, um, you know, kind of block it all out and, you know, kind of just take, I guess, take one pitch at a time. And, um, but yeah, you, you learn to block it out. Any tips on how to get rid of the noise any faster? Um, so when I, you know, I feel like something, you know, gets in my head or, you know, the, uh, the game kind of speeds up on me and, you know, the fans are getting to me, um, you know, just taking a deep breath. That's so. If you watch when I go to the plate, um, usually before every pitch, I take like one deep breath, and you know, kind of just helps me like refocus. So uh, I think a, a, a good deep breath and um, will help get you focused and you know, kind of tune everything out. So now, take us through that. You you get that call. You're in AAA. You get that call to come up to the big leagues. Take us through that very first pitch that you faced. So yeah, that's a funny story. Like uh, I got called up to the big leagues and. Um, you know, I called my family, uh, so being from California, we were playing in New York day, they, they had to get on, you know, a flight, at, you know, three in the morning to get out there. So they ended up making out there and, uh, it's before the game. My mom comes down to the dugout and, uh, you know, I was talking to her and my family and, uh, that she met the head coach, uh, Mickey Calloway and, 
Um, something I've, I've always done in my career. I love swinging at the first pitch. So my mom knows that too. She goes, don't swing at the first pitch. <laughs> and I remember like, I was like, okay, whatever mom. Uh, and then I, she was walking away. I looked at my coach. I go, I'm swinging at the first pitch. And he goes, oh, yeah, I think you should. So, um, you know, that, that first at bat for me, I was just going, I was walking up there, uh, facing Phil Hughes from the Padres. And um, that first pitch of my career was right down the middle. So, um, you know, I took a, took a swing at it and, uh, you know, lined a, lined a single up the middle. So um, it was pretty, you know, incredible moment for me there. And, and, and thus the contact hitter was born. Yep. Yeah, just put the bat on the ball. It'll, it'll, it'll find a hole. I had one more question for you. What does it, uh, on the hitting side of things, what does it feel like when, like, at once after you've been called up and you got your first hit, what does that feel like? Uh, it was pretty incredible. You know, just that kind of, you know, have all the, the hard work pay off from, you know, ever since mm-hmm. I was, you know, super young, uh, you know, to, to get into the big leagues, you know. I remember when I hit that first ball, it was I, it was, it was, was a line drive, but it was at the center fielder, and I'm like, oh, man, he's going to catch it. And, uh, you yeah, know, I kind of like, like, I was running the first, so I was like, dang, he's going to catch it. Like, this sucks. But uh, he pulled up on it, and the ball dropped right in front of him. And, you know, I always want to get the, that first hit out of the way in the big leagues. So, mm-hmm. you know, I was lucky enough to do it on the first pitch, so. But it was, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. Enjoyed it. My next question will be: What was your first reaction when you hit a home run? Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, first reaction when I hit a home run, it was actually uh, the score was nineteen to nothing. We were losing, and it was off Tanner Roark with the the Nationals. I hit it right when I hit it. I knew it was a homer. I, I crushed it to right and rounding the bases. You know, it was, it was it was awesome. We were losing. It was nineteen to one then. Uh, cause I hit the home run, but you know, rounding the bases was, was awesome. And, um, I got lucky enough to, uh, with that ball, the ball I hit, it hit the, um, like the second deck of the bleachers and bounced back onto the field. So when I was rounding, uh, third base, uh, I kind of noticed that the ball was in play. Um, and I touched home and for some reason the pitcher had the ball and I was walking back to the dugout and the pitcher just tossed me the ball. So I ended up having my home run ball and, um, you know, I got it framed now. So, um, you know, I, it was cool to, you know, get that ball back. Did you hit it in, at, at home in New York or was no, it? Uh, no, I hit it in uh, Washington. In oh, in Washington. I hit okay. Washington. My cool. next question is, like, when you hit a home run, do you know you hit it or do you just just hit it and you kind of, like, watch it start ru- and start running? Or do you, like, just start rounding the bases? Um, so a few of them I hit, I knew, like, so, so – yeah, some of them I hit right when I hit them. I know they're a home run, so I can just kind of start to, you know, trot around the bases. But, you know, a lot of them, I'm not a big power hitter, so a lot of them that I hit are, you know, they're barely going out. So, you know, I'm usually, you know, running as hard as I can out of the box trying to get a double, and then it, you know, gets lucky and goes over the fence. Yeah, it's, yeah. Not, it's not lucky. <laughs> you hit it. Yeah, okay, yeah. I mean, some, yeah. Of them some of them you don't hit very well, and they'll sneak it. They'll just sneak. Do you eat a lot of gum, or are you a sunflower chewer? So, I I won't. When I'm playing, I I do nothing. I don't chew good. Don't chew gum. Don't uh, do seeds. But when I'm, uh, you know, just sitting on the bench, it's mostly seeds. But then if I if I don't play, if I'm having like an off day, I'll chew gum. It's weird, but yeah, I don't like chewing gum on the field. So just seeds and gum in the dugout. Do the do the players? Do you guys ever play pranks on each other, or have you ever had a prank played on you with the team 
Uh, no, not really. I mean, we, we're not the, you know, the, the big prank team. Nothing that really, you know, stands out. I mean, there's just little ones here. You know, we, we play jokes. There's jokes and stuff going around, but, you know, no, no big pranks or anything that's happened that, you know, I know about. Got it. It's funny when you say that if you're sitting on the bench, you either eat some flower seeds or nothing. Because in my little league, on my little league team last year, it was surprising, but kids would have their parents buy like big weed chew and then yeah. they'd t- take the wrapper off and just take the one whole handful and just shove it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I used to have teammates that did that when I was, you know, back in Little League. You know, we've yeah. all done that. Yeah, I have too. So, my next question is, when you make a great play, what is your feeling? You know, really happy because, yeah. you know, you're helping you're helping the pitcher out. Um, yeah. You know, when I'm on defense, I'm, um, you know, trying to do everything I can to, you know, uh, you know, help our pitcher out. So, you know, whether I'm playing, you know, left field, second base, or third base, you know, I play all three of those, so. Um, you know, I'm doing everything I can. You know, I'm, a few good catches that I made last year kind of stand out. I jumped into the net in Chicago, um, like in foul territory. So that was that was a lot of fun. You know, that's uh, I don't know if you've ever seen that play of mine, but um, yeah, I jump into the like the stands and the the net catches me. So at Wrigley, it was at uh, no, it was at uh, the White Sox. America, oh, okay, that they call their yeah. now. It's uh, uh, a guaranteed rate field. Yeah, now. What I've right. never been there. I I I went to the old Comiskey Park. I grew okay. up in Chicago, but I haven't been to the new oh, one. Comiskey, yeah, that's what. Um, yeah, so they have a, a net going all the way down the the first base line. Uh huh. So there's a pop up down in foul territory. So uh, I went to catch it. I knew I was really close to the railing, so I caught it, and then I was like a half a step from the from the the railing. So I jumped up into the net. And it kind of catches me and like throws me back into the into play. So, um, you know, it's kind of a unique play, but that was a lot of fun. Did they record an out? Yep. Yeah, I caught it. Yep. Ah, awesome. I'll have to look that one up. Yeah. So uh, I bet you it's I, on YouTube. I have one more interesting question. Um, when you catch one, like, um, when they say you can keep it, sometimes, like, you know how sometimes players keep the balls. Mm-hmm. Like not for home runs or anything, but like when they make a catch, um, do you do it that all the time, or like how do you know when it's the right time to to keep a ball after a catch? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I I never really do. Um, usually if I make if I catch a ball and make the third out, I'll uh you know throw it into the stands to a kid or something. So you know if I ever make a catch, I've never never saved a ball after a catch. Just um the only two balls I ever saved from my uh, playing yeah. career so far have been. Um, my first hit, my first home run. How old were you, Jeff, when you first thought, you know, mm-hmm. I, I might reach the major leagues. This could happen. My path was a little different when I was, so I, I played little league and everything. And then when I got to high school, baseball and golf were the same season. So I'm a big time golfer too. So I ended up playing golf my first three years of high school. Wow. Didn't play baseball. And then my senior year, I started playing baseball again, and, you know, got scholarships. So um, I think it was, you know, sometimes, sometime in college when I was playing well, I knew I had a, a really good chance of getting drafted. And then. Once you get drafted, you know, you, you got a chance to play in the big leagues. So, you know, you got to get in the, in the system. So, you know, I was lucky enough to get drafted by the Mets and, you know, I was just able to make the best of it. Um, you know, had a few injuries in the minor leagues. But, you know, once I got through that and, you know, got to playing a full season in double A, um, that's when I started to, you know, really break out and, you know, kind of have my career year. And it was, and I think it was like right, right then, like, I, I know I can play in the, I know I can play in the major leagues. It's just a matter of, you know, when I'm going to get that call. I have one more question for Aaron. 
the next question is, do you make friends with your some of your fellow teammates? Oh, yeah. You know, we're all, you know, staying in touch. You know, we have a good young group of guys um, on our team. So, you know, I'm really close with, uh, you know, Pete Alonzo, who, you know, won the home run derby last year. Yeah. Uh, Mike Conforto and Dom Smith and J.D. Davis and Brandon Nemo. You know, we all we all get along really well, you know. Our whole team gets along really well, but um, yeah, no, no, we're we're all pretty close friends. What's the most uh, um, memorable play you've ever been a part of? Most most memorable. Hmm. Um, uh, he may have covered that when he he landed in the net on yeah. that catch. Yeah, that that like that was that was one of the coolest. I'm trying to think. Oh, so I had there was one play. It was to end a game in it was in New York. It was like a pop-up. There's runner on first, and there's two outs, and the tying runs on first base, and there's a pop-up to, like, right field. And I go out. I was playing some base. I go out to, you know, try to catch it, and it was just over my head and right in between our, our right fielder who's coming in to slide. Um, and then the ball kind of bounces into, you know, a few feet away, and, you know, I pick it up, and the guy was, you know, trying to score from, from first to tie the game. I ended up throwing him out of the plate from, like, right field. So um, that was cool because it, it won us the game. Awesome. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, I mean, I remember a lot of my plays from the big leagues. I think it's just you know something pretty cool having you know, uh, you know your memory of you know all the all the cool things you've done. And so I mean, I try to I try to remember them all. Okay. That's awesome. Uh, what is a typical game day like? Like when you when do you get to the park? Do you always have batting practice and other stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I usually get to the ballpark around for a seven o'clock game at night. I'll uh, I'll get to the park at. You know, around one o'clock, I'll usually go. I'll usually um, they usually have food for us there. I'll eat, and then I'll get a workout in. I will usually work out before batting practice. Batting practice usually starts at like four thirty. So I'll get a workout in. I'll hang out. Um, we have the media come in and talk to us for about forty-five minutes. So I'll do that, and then um, go out to batting practice. Do the batting practice. You know, come inside. You got about like an hour um, between batting practice and the game, and you know, I'll just hang out. Uh, you know, get ready for the game and. You know, then it's about yeah six forty. I'll go out and uh, go out and stretch and you know get ready for the game. I have one question for you. Like, do you guys have a game you really like to play there? Or like, is it more like just talking or like, what's your favorite part? Favorite part like, of the game? Like, do you like do you guys play games or like what do you guys do? Like, while you have that power. Like what? Like so? What? Like what do we do in the locker room? Is that what you're trying trying to ask? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Okay. So yeah. Um, yeah. So we have a like a little mini basketball hoop in our in our, in our uh-huh. locker room. So we'll we'll shoot some hoops. We'll we have ping pong. Um, we got some TVs. Uh-huh. So we'll just kind of hang out and talk. And some guys play cards. So there's always something kind of going on yeah. um, to keep us busy. What's your favorite uh, ballpark to play in that you've played in yeah. so far? True. Yeah. So I've played in um, you know a lot of good ones. Uh, my first year, I got to play in Fenway Park. Wow. Um, my favorite, you know, playing just because of the history and the Green Monster, and it was just really cool. It was so loud. Of course. Um, wow. So that was one of my favorite. And then, uh, you know, I think it's one of the best ballparks in baseball is, um, uh, yeah, like PNC. Uh-huh. PNC yeah. Park. Yeah, so it's yeah. just, it was so nice. Um, you know, our, our hotel's, like, right across the street. So, you know, we walk to the ballpark. It's just beautiful. You know, I, I, I just enjoy it. I, it was a, one. Of the, it was the first place I played on the road too, so you know I kind of have special memories there. Um, and then obviously I love City Field. I think City Field's awesome. I think if City Field like wasn't my home ballpark, it would be my one of my favorite to go on on the road. So 
Does God. the uh, do the planes still go overhead? Like oh yeah, all through the game. I remember all through Shea, the game. Shea yep. was like that. Yeah. Yep. They usually land right behind. You know, they come swooping. You know, looks like they barely miss the scoreboard, but. Yeah, so they're they're pretty close. My wife grew up in uh, Long Island, and uh, I I used to go to Shea with her her cousins, and they were s- typical New Yorkers. I mean, get out of here! What's wrong with you? <laughs> I loved it. I mean, it was yeah. We hear a lot of oh, those. Oh man, I love those guys. That's just so cool. And they were super big Mets fans because they, they grew up when the Mets were you know a, a brand new franchise, and so mm-hmm. although I grew up in Chicago, and so. I hate the Mets and will always hate the Mets because of <laughs> because of something that happened when I was two years old. My sister is six, uh, 15 years older than me, and her life revolves around the 69 Cubs, and they talk about it like it was yesterday. It was 50 years uh, ago, and the, yeah, the Miracle Mets passed them on the last day of the season. Now, my brother-in-law, you know, that's the greatest year of his life. Joe Namath won the Super Bowl. His Mets won the World Series. Ugh. Yeah. Yep, that'll but, do <laughs> So I don't I do not like the Mets until they beat us in the 2015 uh, playoffs and went to the World Series. I will always root for the National League team against the American League team. And uh, I was disappointed that you guys lost to Kansas City in 2015. But still. yeah, that was, yeah, that was a tough one. So yeah, great, but. great team. And you guys um, have a great team. I mean, it's a really tough division right now, but uh Super pitching, you know, really balanced hitting. What do you think your chances are for uh, – uh, let's not talk about this year, but like next year, you know, making the playoffs and, and making a run for the World Series? Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna, I really like our team. You know, unfortunately, like, so like this year, um, we have uh, Syndergaard who uh, went down with Tommy John surgery. So, um, he's going to be healthy next year. So, yeah. you know. That, so, this COVID thing helped you guys out because it's buying him some time. It's buying him some time. I mean, um, I guess if there's a year to miss, it was would be this year. Um, yeah. But, yes, yeah, so hopefully he comes back next year. Um, you know, we kind of have no idea what our team's going to look like next year. I mean, we got some uh, free agents who, you know, hopefully resign. And um, But, you know, the, the core of this team is pretty good. Um, we got a lot of, you know, big key players. We got Jacob DeGrom and, you know, with him. Um, you know, yeah. uh, there's, there's a great chance of winning. Yeah, you got him and Pete, and you know Conforto and Nemo, and even um, center guards like Steven Matz. There's a there's a whole bunch of you know big time key players for who who will be there next year. I was reading an article about what could be you know the things to watch for a shortened season this year for the 2020 season when you guys get going. One of the first things the article said was um, watch for somebody to. Uh, hit 400 or be the first 400 hitter since Ted Williams mm-hmm. and, and, and whose name did they throw out your name as, as someone to watch that could hit 400. You, you're capable of, of having a 400 season. What do you think of that? Yeah. I mean, that would be pretty incredible. Um, yeah. The thing with, you know, the short season, I mean, you know, you're only playing 70 games or whatever it is. I mean, uh, a four for four game goes a long way. You know, your, yeah. your batting average is, Every day it's going up, it's going down. It's, you know, kind of a wild ride. That's kind of the whole first half of the season. You can go from hitting, you know, 250 to 330 in a week pretty easily yeah. if you just have a good week. So, you know, you know, batting averages fluctuate a lot um, in that short season. But, yeah, if someone gets hot and, you know, stays hot the whole time, I, I could see it. I could see it happening. It'd be great drama. Well, this one's not on our list, but would you re- – so say – um. Like on standard helmets, how they have both side 
uh, ear pieces. Would do you prefer the one side or just or both sides for helmets? Yeah, so I like the the one the the single the single side. Um, it was actually really weird, like the first time I ever put a a single flap one on. Uh, that was my major league debut. It was the first time I ever wore it. So um, it, it, it takes some getting used to, but once you, you know, get used to it, it's, it's, I like it a lot better. Do you wear the extended flap that comes around to protect your face? Yeah, uh, so I am this year. Um, last year, I like the third to last game of the season, um, I got hit by a pitch. It was on my, it was on my wrist, but it ended up, it's broke my wrist. So I'm wearing a, you know, just a little, the, the C flap just to, just in case uh, it gets away from a left-handed pitcher, and you know, yeah. hopefully, you know, protects them from some bo- from some broken bones, and uh, you know, don't have to, you know, go through what I did last year, which you know, kind of sucked. Yeah, that's yeah. gotta be horrible. How old were you when you first started playing baseball? Uh, first, I mean, I was probably you know three, four years old. I was, I just my parents always told me, and when I was you know young enough, I was picking up a bat and I was swinging it. So, um. You know, I was always doing some kind of sport, you know, ever since I was little. You know, whether it's baseball, basketball, or golf, you know, I did, I did them all. What advice do you have for kids who want to make it to the majors? Um, me. Yeah, you know, just work hard, you know, keep having fun. Um, the one I think uh, a lot of kids focus on, you know, is playing multiple sports and, you know, uh, being athletic as possible. I know a lot of kids – nowadays that they just focus on baseball you know all year round and I think they get burnt out from it and you know you kind of lose the love for the game so um, I think playing multiple sports is you know really good for for kids and um, you know it just helps them be more athletics Um, but yeah always have fun with the game keep loving the game and uh, you know just keep working hard. How did you get this nickname the flying squirrel? So I got it in college uh, you know it's one of my teams I used to play a lot I mean I played a lot of outfield in college and you know, I was just diving, diving, uh, you know, catching fly balls out there, and you just started calling me the flying squirrel. And um, one of my teammates in the minor leagues find out about it, and it, you know, it just kind of stuck with me. So, yeah, yeah. good one. Okay, Eli, you got any last words for uh, for Jeff? Thank you again for joining us. Yeah, thank thanks so much for having me. It was it was a lot of fun. Glad we got stuck. Yeah. We really we really appreciate it. We love baseball, and uh, we love talking to baseball players. Yeah. Yeah, All right, thanks, thanks, thanks for, for joining us. Me. This has been Jeff McNeil, all-star second baseman of the New York Mets. We're hoping to see him play baseball any day now. Uh, we're waiting for that. And uh, this is uh, my buddy Eli. Say goodbye, yeah. Eli. Bye, fans we'll, of Eli and Mark. And we'll catch you next time with yeah. on Baseball with Eli and Mark. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Bye.